Acknowledge me. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I am Vaughn Johnson. Oh, smile at you and kick your face off. I'm done with that. You got me mad now. You know you got a bicycle. Feeling good. All the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of energy again. Oh, it's live, Hal. Sorry. I love Virgil. I was like, yes, <laughs> like this guy's awesome. We ride the bicycle to the arena with my main man, pots and pants, Nick McCone. That's me. Are you humanoid? Get ready. I don't know where the kid is that was a ride but he ain't on it when they brought it to the ring. Christian the man! Oh! And I have passed the brain to see But I don't like it when things aren't going my way. Don't you dare be I got no more wrestling. Ball, he, don't know, right? he don't know nothing else. <laughs> you know that wrestling. Well, he know that wrestling ball. <laughs> and he was about to hop over the table. What? <laughs> you are empty, break your heart. What a piece. Oh, no sleep, no food, no nothing. Just maniac You got the water, man. Give me a hell yeah. I said, give me a hell yeah. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, out there in internet land, and welcome to episode 371 of The Straight Shooters, available wherever podcasts are found. My name is Vaughn Johnson of the Philadelphia Inquirer and USA Today, and I'm joined as always by my man, man, Pots and Pans, Nick Bacona, Fox PHL, the gambler and Philly influencer, and we have yet another fantastic show ahead of us here on episode 371. We know it's been a while since we've had a podcast, so that, yeah, we are back after a little bit of a hiatus, right? But we're back. Not with a deep dive, but with a live commentary. We're live commentating NXT Heat Wave. It should be a little, little bit of fun, right? Some NXT action so. here on a lovely Tuesday evening. But before we get into NXT Heat Wave, which is coming on the air as I speak, the intro is playing right now. I got to do my weekly check on my main man, Pots and Pans. Nick, how are you doing on this Tuesday evening, my good brother? A little better than I was about, you know, a month and a half ago when this all started. Um, I obviously dealing with some things uh, that, unfortunately, I dealt with two years ago um, that came back. So I got an M- not an MRI, but I got like a CT scan and everything. And I have like a few hernias there, a few of them. And then some issues with the previous hernia repairs. So um i i've realized that what i eat has a profound impact on how i feel um i never had to deal with that before um but once this happened just read it was you know probably a culmination of a lot of little different things especially lifting and building furniture this summer and it just happened um but yeah if i eat like certain foods um it made it worse and um so now I'm like kind of going gluten free a little bit, trying to do this little, uh, trying to figure out free. what I can and can't eat uh, up until I hopefully get this repaired at, at you know some point soon. So I do see the surgeon next week, and we go from there. But happy to be back. I'm able to sit, you know, for for a longer period of time than I was before, and I'm able to uh, finally record this podcast. I missed it, man. I missed it, but we're back. Indeed, we are back and we are starting off NXT Heat Wave with Ilya 
Is it Druganov? Did I say that right? I feel like I always say it wrong. Dragonov. There you go. They recognize it. Fixed it for me. We got the audio. Yay! Oh yeah. We're doing this on Zoom and having the audio. This is this is a huge deal for me personally because when we do live commentaries, I was always trying to figure out a way to, you know, we use clean feed for our regular podcasts, and I just I load clips in there, like pre-recorded clips, so it's not the same when you're doing it live and you don't have audio, and that would frustrate the hell out of me. But we have it tonight, so I'm pumped, I'm pumped for this. I'm pumped for this match. Dragonov versus Trick Williams? Let's go. Yeah. Trick Williams, who was at the link. Uh, yes, he was. <laughs> and a very entertaining segment with my boy Dave Spadaro. Yeah, that, that was like our haven you know like everything that both of us at least like you've worked for the eagles and and we're doing a wrestling podcast on a big eagles fan everything came together that night for us and that wrestlemania promotion and trick williams apparently according i think to john mcmullen actually tried out for the eagles back in the day when he was coming out of college uh so that's a connection right there and my boy Dave Spadaro officiated my wedding last summer. So I, I can never have said something bad to say about Dave Spadaro. That's my guy. Yeah, it was uh, you know, the first first preseason game. We had some fun. And then the second one, Dave came for business. <laughs> he had a lot of fun in that first one. He was elbowing him. I don't know if Grayson Waller really appreciated the elbow. No, no, no. He was probably he, just He was looking at him like, whoa, what you doing, big, big fella? What, what's going on here? <laughs> Speaking of Grayson Waller, our friend of the program, John Jansen, had a nice interview with him on Fox Sports Gambler. So that is podcast at foxphlgambler.com. Go check it out. Grayson Waller. Yeah. I did some interviews with him as well at Eagles ah, practice. Nice. So go check out a funny video he and Johnny Gargano shot at Eagles practice uh, at Philly Inc. Sports on Instagram. There you go. We got all the plugs. <laughs> all the plugs. Listen, we're coming back uh, from like over a month hiatus, so we got to get all the plugs in we can. Hell yeah, and it's been a busy couple weeks, tell you that It really has. There's no telling, you know, if we would have actually needed to postpone a few shows, given how busy the last few weeks have been uh, for us. So, yeah, a lot of the uh, WrestleMania promotion, obviously, the tickets going on sale, setting records, Philly setting WWE records for WrestleMania, so... It was a nice week last week. Them tickets are sky high, though. My <laughs> God. They were. They were. <laughs> I saw them prices. Like, good Lord, that's a lot of money. <laughs> sure hoping them tickets go down, boy, for everybody's sake. Because I think if you're a wrestling fan and you're in this city, and obviously WrestleMania is, hasn't come here in 25 years. By the time WrestleMania in 2024 rolls around, it'd be 25 years. Uh, since the last time I was here. But as a wrestling fan, I think you still owe it to yourself to try to get there. Right. Yeah. And I would hope that people don't have to spend an arm in a league to fulfill this probably once in a lifetime chance or, you know, who knows when the next time it's going to happen here in Philly. So, yeah, we would have been like, oh, 2026. So imagine that. <laughs> right. That'd be wild. That'd be wild. I don't know, man. That'd be pretty wild. It could bring it back. Uh, so soon, but that's what everyone like, you know, even me thinking, like, oh, well, Philly wants to bring so many events here. They already had 
you know, a few big ones lined up for 2026. So WrestleMania kind of made sense, but, um, you know, hey, I'll 20, take it in 2024. 2024. Yeah, I'll take it. Exactly. I'll take it. We got Trick Williams and Ilya Dragunov. Trick Williams getting some 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 singles uh time. Yeah. Here. That was a little bit of a whiff there with the punch. Looked like, but I'd have to sell it though. <laughs> I do appreciate NXT not just like having Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes hate each other. Like sometimes they don't have to be mortal enemies to break to go their separate ways. You know, Trick Williams just want more for himself. He got to do, got to do his own thing. Carmelo Hayes is already at the top, at least the top of NXT. Yeah. That's what Trick Williams trying to get to. Oh, they're already going to pitch you and pitch. Not even already. ten minutes into the show. Jeez. Good lord! All right, <laughs> all right. Eight oh nine on the East Coast. And so. in our stream, I don't think we get to see the pitcher and pitcher, do we? We don't. No, that's yeah, nonsense. We're... We're finagling the uh, product a little bit here. So no pitcher, pitcher for us. I don't have it on the TV. I did have the Phillies game on the TV. Go figure. So um, I guess I could put it on the other. Let's see. We'll see. We'll picture see if we're picture. missing anything good. We just got picture here. We got a full ad <laughs> on NXT Heatwave. But yeah, last week was um, pretty hectic. You know what I'm saying? Between... Oh, excuse me, just big old sneeze there. My bad, but leave it in. Uh, <laughs> it just hit me out of nowhere. There's nothing I could do to stop it. Unfortunately, <laughs> we don't have a sneeze button here, right? Unfortunately, and I could, and I, I can, I have a mute button on my mic, but I couldn't reach for it fast enough. It was too late. <laughs> um, but uh, between WrestleMania promotion and then suddenly Lionel Messi came to town, yeah, or Chester to be more specific. Um, that made for a hell of a busy Tuesday, <laughs> right? For me, uh, running from the Novaker complex, which for one, almost the the Eagles practice that particular day was at five, was originally scheduled yeah, for five I, I p.m. Remember noticing that? It's like, um, which was absurd. Like, why would they because they were doing joint practice with the Browns? It's like, why would they move it back so far in the evening? Don't understand, but I think somebody also in the Eagles building. <laughs> Probably Nick Sirianni was just like, yeah, this don't make any sense for what? So they moved the practice up from 5 p.m. to 1.45 p.m. So a good two and a half, three hours, four hours almost from the originally scheduled time. If they stuck to the original time, I probably wouldn't have made it to the union game. I would have had to ask somebody else to help me out as far as social video. But because the Eagles uh, moved the practice up so early, also like last minute, I was at the office, <laughs> at the Inquirer's office. Hanging out, expecting to leave the office around like five or you know around like four maybe to get to the Eagles practice. Nope, had to leave way earlier, <laughs> and then run out to Chester and fight like hell to get back home because it's like one way out of Chester. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, not easy man, getting I, out of, in and out of Chester. There really is one one lane. Oh man, Phillies pretty much are losing now. So that's so, great. That that was tough, but. We made it work. We got some good content out of it. Um, and then the next day, I had to go to the link to interview Cody Rhodes, which was cool. Cody Rhodes nice. is nice and very accommodating to us media members. Um, 
I don't know if you watched SmackDown on Friday that when they showed like all of the uh, wrestlers doing Edge's pose, and they showed Cody, and he was in like there's an Eagles logo behind him. That was obviously at the link. I was like ten feet away from him when he <laughs> shot that. Um, so no, I did not because Friday. Yeah, you know what? The Phillies have been involved in some crazy Friday games lately. So that's the only thing been keeping me sane this summer. You know, well, not so much the Phillies win loss record, but just Phillies baseball being able to, um, you know, post the videos I do with the, you know, radio calls and like other type of content. So that's been keep kind of keeping me, uh, you know, sane while I'm dealing with my ailments. So, um, I've missed a lot of portions of SmackDown recently. And, uh, you know, even last night on Raw, like I missed a lot because the Phillies, you know, start their big series with the Giants. And, you know, they that was a crazy game offensively, at least for the Phillies. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've missed a lot of wrestling over the last few weeks as well. So no, I didn't miss Edge's match against Sheamus, though. So I did see that, but did not notice the uh, Edge poses throughout the night. But I, was not doesn't really surprise me since they kind of built that as edge night <laughs> in Toronto. Pretty much. Yeah. Trick Williams and Ilya Dragunov are whooping each other's ass in this they ring, are. by the they way. <laughs> Good dog, Booker T, taking it to the street. Ooh, kick right to the face. Man, I'll tell you this much, man. I've been catching NXT a little bit lately. Not a lot because you know, just busy. It's good again. It is. It's good. It's not like maybe you don't compare it to the golden age at the black and gold era, but like it's still a viable product again. You know, it's not mm. like when Vince McMahon first took over and it was like, What are we watching? Like it's actually <laughs> it's it's a hot brand again. I'll I'll give them credit for rebuilding it. it. Yes, we, we love these we love these shows that have those old school names like NXT heat, heat Wave. I, I just felt like this was a nice show to come back with because like NXT Heat was our last show was a live commentary of Blood and Guts. So why not why not have uh, our show our next show after like five or six weeks off, whatever whatever it is, be NXT Heat Wave. Love it. And why with not? sound. <laughs> why not? They are just pummeling each other. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a body yeah, slam in <laughs> multiple minutes. Yeah. They just kicking and punching each other. Look where I'm stomping a mud hole and Ilya dragging off right now. There's an atmosphere down in down in there there is. There is. at the performance center. I love it. These the talent tonight are probably going to go crazy again, like they usually do. And we're going to be like, probably after the show, be like, that was a hell of a show. I mean, it's good that they got the uh, good atmosphere again. Yeah, like good old I, I days. Think it, it does a lot for the viewer at home too. Like, yeah, I, it makes me get into it, even though they're in the same spot. It's like, God, like that's the annoying part. Week to week TV, they're just. It looks the exact same, and they're the same. They're not traveling, but when you have good shows, it kind of doesn't matter as much, you know. Like when you have banger after banger matches, it kind of doesn't matter as much. 
I still miss Full Sail though. Full Sail is that's maybe that's nostalgic of me. Performance Center is nice, but Full Sail was that yeah, was a spot back in the day. Uh, Ooh, vibe to it. Big old DDT. Money kicked out. I think my favorite part of the Dave Spadaro wrestling segment was not not just Gunther tossing him to the ground, <laughs> but Trick Williams running up and stomping him. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately. And then, and Grayson said he flopped. <laughs> <laughs> like, Trick and just stared at the camera, you know, like they're playing it up a bit, and that was great. That was great. That was funny stuff, man. It's good stuff. And I don't even know they were. Like I should have realized it, but like I kind of been out of it a little bit the last, like, you know, the last month and a half because dealing with my stuff and I haven't been totally zoned in. But like, WWE was in town pretty much the whole week. Should have expected some type of, you know, WrestleMania promotion in the game. And when it came on, I was just like, oh my god! Like I didn't even think of it. So when it came on, like I kind of did like a double take, and I think I was watching the Phillies game. Uh, wait, they were off Thursday, right? So I, I was probably just watching Impact or something with my dad because uh, he he likes watching these uh, wrestling shows every night. He says they're entertainment, and in the summer, especially during the summer, there's a lot of reruns of shows he likes. So he tries to watch, you know, most of the wrestling uh, shows, and uh, he's probably watching Impact. And I saw that. Dave Spadaro interviewing wrestlers, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was Great into stuff. it, man. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta get this on. Uh, Great stuff. I don't know if anyone don't know. was gonna have the whole segment, but luckily I was able to get the whole segment and, and post it because you know I'm not sure what the oh how much the other brands would have posted. But you see that forum the dragon off just through? I did. I, did. I love that pinfall but, attempt. It's just for, like the, a, for those who don't know, Dave Spadaro is he is he works with the Eagles. He's like their team uh, correspondent. He's a team reporter. He's the, technically they call him the Eagles insider. Uh, he's been in that position for I don't know how long, um, but he during the Eagles' first preseason game against I guess it was Baltimore, right? Yeah. At least their first home. I think they've had. Yeah, this was the um, this was in Philly, obviously. Yeah, so it was against the Ravens uh, at home. They were at and... Baltimore. They played the Browns. Oh, this was this, so. this is Cleveland. Okay, my fault. Yes. Oh, Ilya Dragunov just beat Trick Williams. But yes, you're right. Uh, at against the Browns, not they were at Baltimore. You're right. Um, and he interviewed uh Gunther, Grayson Waller, Trick Williams, and was there somebody else involved in that too? If I don't remember. Um, Gunther, Grayson Waller, Trick Williams, and I, I think they were just those three. I think it was just those three. Okay, he interviews him on the field, and hilarity ensues. So hmm. Nick. Nick got put up a clip on his Twitter. Go look it up on his Twitter account. But Dave's also a good personal friend of mine. He's my guy. So and you knew you knew tricks for like Dave had a question for him, but Trick already had like he knew what he was gonna say. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he he already had like in his mind. It didn't matter what Dave asked. It's like Trick was just gonna answer his uh Ooh. just he had that answer, like not even answer, just like it was great. Don't know how to explain it. You got to go watch it. But... By the way, Ilya Dragunov just won with a forearm from the, I think the middle rope he jumped from. Maybe it might have been a top rope. Either way, 
it was a good match between these two. I know we've been talking the whole time, obviously, but we've been checking it out. Um, Trick Williams is getting into the singles ranks for the first time, so it's not like it's like a terrible thing that he lost, especially to Ilya Dragunov. He's been it's close to being NXT champion on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um. So he's he's taking his lumps. He's going to learn, I would assume, and come back and be better in the future. Not a terrible story to tell. You really hurt me last week, mate. And this is how I embrace the pain and move through it. Yeah, Tyler Bate. Yeah, no, pretty yeah, he's doing he's doing Tai Chi. But that was last week. And tonight is about you showing the world who the true Heritage Cup champions. Are you ready? You're damn right. Well, that's actually why I'm here, though. You know, because metaphor, they have a second and a third and a fourth. But you know, I was kind of thinking that I could use a second of my own, someone that I could trust, you know, help me watch my back. And make sure I settle this thing with no one once and for all. Okay, okay, I hear ya. I've got your back. Don't you worry about it. Hell yeah. Uh, and I'm fully aware that this is two favors at this point. However, when I take care of Noam tonight, you'll be the very first person to get a shot at the true NXT Heritage Cup. I like it, I like it. And tonight, let's take care of those metaphor massive frauds. Alright. That's for later tonight, Nathan Frazier. NXT Heritage Cup champ going against Noam Dar. Noam Dar. Ooh, Ivy Nile going against Ava. See what happens here. Don't know. Alright. Heat Wave. Not like the old WCW Heat Waves, obviously. But, you know. I'm 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 still happy that at least the NXT brings back these old fun pay-per-view names from other promotions. <laughs> like I would like to see it. It'd be cool if we got a heat wave in the main roster, and it'd be cool if we got a Starcade on the main roster, <laughs> but we don't necessarily need yeah. a great American bash. We can use Halloween Havoc on the main roster. That's better than whatever WWE has, but it's nice that it, NXT has it, I guess. Somebody's got it. <laughs> And I like how they kind of, you know, they use some for the premium live events. It's almost like the some of the WWE old ones, like No Mercy is coming, you know, and I've seen No Mercy is going to be a mm. premium live event. And then they have like the WCW or ECW ones is like the Tuesday specials. It's kind of interesting how they do that. But still do doing that. it, still doing them dirty after all <laughs> these are. years. They are <laughs> <laughs> still doing them. Dirty. No respect. Even no though Great American respect. Bash is an NWA innovation, not even yeah. a WWE innovation, yeah. but it was a WWE pay per view at one point, um, with terrible logos for the most part. But yeah, they brought it back first in two thousand four. So I, I remember so. being like, kind of pumped. I was like, ah, oh, maybe we'll see more of that, but we we didn't. <laughs> not in that not in that era. <laughs> nope. It was like just the Great American Bash. Just that, right? So I didn't take that away. Starcade. <laughs> no, we no. need Armageddon. I'd be cool. Look, if Starcade was like a big NXT show, I think that'd be cool. It'd be better yeah. if it was in WWE, but yeah. anything's better than it just being a house show. I don't even know if they do it anymore. Did had they, did they it, do Starcade yeah. last year? I don't think they did. Um, I would I love recall. to see one of the. You know, NXT Starcade could be the premium live event. Right. Uh, the weekend of Survivor Series. And you kind of, I mean, they've always been in around the same time anyway. And then Starcade was moved to December. It was actually like a Thanksgiving tradition. Um, so, you know, you, you put 
could do NXT Starcade and Survivor I Series think, the same weekend or a week apart. Like that'd be I, great. I think it'd be cool if you did it in December still. It's like late WCW just to spread it out because you don't want back to back months. You got Halloween Havoc and Starcade. You you know obviously in NXT yeah, you might want to spread them out a little bit more. Uh, at least the big premium live events. So if you went October Halloween Havoc and ran it back in December with Starcade, I think that'd be okay. Maybe January if you want to push it that far. Um, again, this is I would love out. if they could do like a storyline of if you know you do the Starcade in November and then December and you know till the middle of January or the weekend of the Royal Rumble, you have this huge angle in NXT of a tournament or whatever uh, of people that qualify for the Royal Rumble. It could just be one spot, you know, one men's spot, one women's spot. And you have like NXT basically like, I want to qualify for the Royal Rumble type angle going on. I don't know. I'm just laying it out there. I haven't thought about this, and you know, at all since before I started talking, but it'd be kind of cool if, if you did, you know, an NXT season type thing and, the end of their season was Starcade and the Survivor Series uh, main roster type thing. And then you, you build like December, January to like what NXT talent will qualify for the Royal Rumble? Will it be their big break type of thing? And like, I could see like, yeah, whatever. I'm, maybe I'm, I don't know how creatively you can do it without making people think it's corny, but I think it's a good idea. Tom and Rhea. <laughs> so, what are we going to do tonight? <sighs> Punish. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's exactly what mommy loves to do. <laughs> no. Hey, Dum Dum! Hey! Hey, oh, I'm not interrupting anything here, am I? Am. This is <laughs> our we... locker room, and what are you doing in here? Yeah, go on. Get. Jeez, guys, I just came to wish you luck tonight. Seriously, go out there and break. Go on, get. Especially you. Like, actually, break a life. Like, <laughs> In a million pieces. That way you can Damn, go. Mustafa Ali, a hater. Finally have right. a North American champion that they can be proud of. Someone like I don't care about NXT. I just care about mommy. Exactly. And Dom is a champion that everyone can look up to. Right. But Ali, you have ten seconds to get out of our locker room before we give you a preview of what's gonna happen to Lyra and Dragon tonight. Jeez. Just 10 seconds? <laughs> Sounds like something you guys are used to. Ooh. <laughs> At least quick on his feet. That's great. <laughs> what? Awesome. Like, the newly engaged Serena Ripley as well, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah right? So. I think that was recent. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been eight months ago, as far as I know. <laughs> could have been. Do not remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting back into the hang of it. And so if I, you know, miss say anything, then I apologize out there to our listeners. I guess we can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I do recall hearing about something about that recently, I thought. Yeah, that's like last week. When it was in the tenth, so twelve days ago. Four weeks, one tree, 
right? Well, I, I know, because that's what Ava whispered in your ear several months ago, and you've been shook since that moment whenever Sizzle I got is around. up my spine right now. <laughs> All right, Booker, here we go. Teal's up his spine right now. <laughs> oh no, you turned your back. No, not on the wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, our last, what was Blood and Guts? July? Uh, I believe so. So, you know, we haven't recorded since then, so a lot of things have happened. You know, uh, WWE and, and AEW, and uh, we got All In coming up, which, you know, they can tout all the numbers they want, just like WWE does at WrestleMania, but All In does not feel so as like this could probably be a great show, but yeah, I'm just not, you know, as hyped about wrestling yeah, after SummerSlam. I felt like SummerSlam wasn't like, as good as I expected it to be, but I was also dealing with crap that I was in a bad mood for a good chunk of time. So I could have just been like miserably watching things and not enjoying myself. But so I could have no, missed a lot of good stuff over this. SummerSlam was a too. it was a fine show. It, I think the expectations Ooh. have gotten wow God. I think the expectations right. have gone up for WWE uh premium live events this year because they've been so good. Right. So a show like SummerSlam, maybe in 2019, 2020. Uh, would have been like, whoa, that's dope. But like, right, right. <laughs> after what we've gotten in 2023, where the best show of the year might be Backlash, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, or at least from WWE, the best show of the year, I should say. Uh, that's pretty cool, you know. But so, uh, yeah, SummerSlam was okay. You're not, you're not out of term there. Um, yeah, what's uh, we and we have one next week, right? It's that payback. Coming up next week. Is that next week? Yeah. Oh my God. All in is next is Sunday. That's a payback is the second. So oh, that's after. That's like uh no, not next that's week. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So oh, man. So not got, this weekend, but next weekend. By the way, we kind of buried the lead here. We got the Rock's daughter in the ring just getting beat <laughs> uh by <laughs> Ivy Nile. Huh. What that was mean? The squash? What'd you that say? Was quick. <laughs> they they making sure they're not they're not really uh trying their hardest to, to relate her to the rock just yet, which is probably for the best. Still kind of surprised by that. Oh my goodness. Suplex City time. Who are these people in these masks? <laughs> they are doing nothing. Okay. All right, Leslie. Walk the room. Here's Dragon Hall. You good? I'm good. I'm good because Trick Williams is no longer an issue to me. No, nothing stands in my way to the NXT Championship. Nothing between me and my destiny. Oh, hold on. Wait. You do know that there will be a new NXT Champion crown tonight, right? Oh, we will see. Dog, you're looking at him right here. Yeah, that title that you want so badly that you claim to be destined to have is going to be on my shoulder. Oh. See, look, I wasn't destined for any of this. I wasn't destined to be in the main event. I wasn't destined to be in this building, but I made my own destiny. 
And tonight I beat Carmelo Hayes. Based off your reaction, I can tell that I'm gonna have to go one on one with the Mad Dragon as well. Ooh. I look forward to it as the NXT oh. champion. Is staring daggers through him. That was like that scene from uh, that movie with Keith editing. Stanfield. I think it's called "I Think You Should Leave." It's a <laughs> hilarious movie. I've watched it. I can't I can't remember the name, but I've seen the movie. And like him and the guy, they're talking trash to each other, but like in a very nice manner. And that's what that <laughs> reminded me of. Meanwhile, on the Phillies uh, broadcast, they just a fan just gave John Cruck the WWE championship, the WWE yeah. championship belt. Wrestling fan John Cruck, who we uh, keep adding on Twitter to come and uh, on this show. Don't know if we'll ever get him on the podcast, but I'll keep trying. And yes, I still call it Twitter. Because I believe yeah, not, the not switch X. was made oh. since after their last podcast. I got I got that movie wrong. It's called Sorry to Bother You. I got this is a different sentence. I think you should leave it to Tim Robinson's show. Right, right, That's yeah. also hilarious. It is. Um, but no, I think it's a uh, Sorry to Bother You is really funny with Lakeith Stanfield. Um I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but it's when I saw it, it was really funny. Um, but here we go. It's Heritage Cup time. Noam Dar with the most diverse gang in the world. I don't know. <laughs> Very eclectic group. Nathan Frazier. Tyler Bate with his slot bucket. <laughs> like Henry O. Godwin. Phineas I. Godwin used to <laughs> I'm still mad that I didn't recognize that their names are Hog and Pig until like 2017. <laughs> I didn't even get it either. So much uh, after the Attitude Era. Will strategy is key. Six rounds, three minutes around. There's a little bit of a break in between, and after tonight, the real Heritage Cup Oh yeah, got some rounds going. Good old Brit. This is British not wrestling for all, however. Not the brawl for all. Some good old fashioned, like, you know, UK wrestling. They used to have rounds back in the day. You know what I'm saying? A little different. A little bit. I mean, this started in NXT UK, the Heritage Cup, right? So, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I thought by now we'd have NXT Europe, and that's still not a thing. So, nope. They said in 2023, early 2023, they said. Well, but... when did they say that? Did they say that before the pandemic or after? After they did because the NXT UK went through the pandemic, that's true. It wasn't until after things, uh, you know, I think they released capacity type crowds allowed at events, mm -hmm. and that's I think kind of when they were just like, Yeah, we're NXT UK is no more. We got a lot of the stars there that were in NXT UK right here in NXT as we speak, so. Like Noam Dar. Yeah. And Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Ilya Dragunov. The first, was Tyler Bate the first uh, UK champion ever? I believe. Right? What the? First NXT the, UK champion. Yeah, and then uh, Pete Dunne, right? Was Pete Dunne first or Tyler Bate first? So no, Tyler think... Bate was first. Okay. Yeah, man. Wrong. Yeah, Tyler Pete Bate Dunn won, first. and then Pete Dunne. Gotcha. The bruiser weight. 
Yeah, and then it went to Walter for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Gunther. Who will uh, be breaking the Hockey Talk Man's record? As he should. A lot, long, a lot of long title reigns that um, are probably part of the reason why some people are starting to get uh, bored of the bloodline angle. I am not one of them, but you're <laughs> starting to see that discourse on the good old internet. Yeah, it's been I there think, since like I 2021. Think, I think the more uh, you know, mid-card title changes, you know, the less people will complain about stuff like the bloodline. So uh, uh, they just had like, one. Ray Mysterio became the U.S. champ. How about that? Yeah, because they've done nothing with Austin Theory since, nope. I don't know, since he won the U.S. title, since he beat John Cena. An absentee champ. Wild Incredible. stuff. Incredible. Man. It's wild stuff. But uh, WWE's got some long title reigns. I'm not a mad, at, mad at it. Like, sometimes in combat sports, people hold titles for multiple years because they don't defend a title, but like once or twice a year. Obviously, you're defending the title a lot more in wrestling and pro wrestling, but yeah, it was like it always be the like norm. It was like all the bad guys. A year. It was all the bad guys wearing titles for such a long time. It's like, come on, dude! Like, give a baby face a title for once. Jeez, let's go. Well, they, they, you know, Bianca Belair had the Raw Women's Title for a while. You know, just what was it? I'm, I'm she have talking earlier more this about year? like the mid card titles. The mid card. Well, so, yeah. maybe LA Knight gets his hands on one and eventually. Yeah, I, I mean that's what beats... I thought they do with the U.S. title. It'd be great, but I don't know who beats Gunther for the IC title. Uh, I don't think I don't think they have any plans to let him drop it anytime soon. <laughs> it's just a matter of having him break the record. They might, yeah, they, do. they might not even have any somebody signed yet to picture beating him for the IC title. Because again, what do you do with Gunther until only push him up to become you know a heavyweight champ? You know, yeah, maybe, he he, be, maybe he's the one to beat Seth. I, that's what I'm. So, that's what I'm doing. If I'm yeah. booking, if I had the pencil, as they say, <laughs> Seth Rollins is going down to Gunther <laughs> at some point in the future. I guess WrestleMania, or maybe sooner if you can get there sooner. But uh, Seth, yeah, Gunther to me is the next world champ, and that's what the IC title used to be. It used to be the stepping stone to more, and it's clearly being used that way for Gunther. And it, hopefully they can, you know, maintain that momentum with the next champion, whoever that person may be. And maybe you don't build him up for what's it been now, two years since he's had the title, Almost, something like yeah. that. Maybe you don't have a reign quite that long, but still a reign that you you or a per, you put it on a person who you know is going to be, or you potentially could be more than just an intercontinental champion. Gunther from day one, we already knew was capable of being a world champion. But it was nice that they, instead of putting him right into that spot, they said, you know what? We're going to have you win all your matches anyway. Might as well make you IC champion and build that up along with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, 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 I think they should have done that with Roman Reigns when they first broke him out as a single. Uh, I think the, the, the vitriol toward him by WrestleMania 31 would have been quelled if they had him be the U.S. champ or the IC champ for six months and do a good job with it and then win the War Rumble and, and then get that title shot. Instead, he was just beating guys in main events and then Royal Rumble win. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it would have been good for him and his development just to know how to be a champion in WWE as a singles champion and stuff like that, something he hadn't done before. 
they didn't do that. But hey, Roman Reigns is yeah, you know, they did it after. Okay. <laughs> they did it after. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah, gave him the IC title and or the US yeah. title in like 2016, 17, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's going against Rusev. And a forgettable feud, I should add. We're on a commercial break, by the way. Full commercial break, because we don't get no picture in picture around here. Not around here, cuz no picture in picture. Over the air cable, because the picture in picture, but not us. <laughs> not us. <laughs> we are not good enough. Right now, there's 40 seconds left in round two, as I just said that. So. Yeah. Penn State, West Virginia. Then when they playing at? They're gonna play on uh NBC? It's it's college football, as we watch this college football ad, yeah. it's wild stuff. I don't even recognize it no more with these teams moving conferences. And then <laughs> in a couple years, we got the expansion of the playoff to I believe they're gonna go up to twelve. It was it twelve? I thought it was eight. No, they're going to it's like 12. twelve. Wow. They're going to twelve, and they're gonna have like the first round games be on campus. Which is going to be bananas. I can't wait. Uh, so Cannot wait for that. During the commercial. Oh, boy. Tyler, Tyler Bate got chokeslammed on the hardest part of the ring. Oh, Lord. Kato coming out here and casting his shadow once again on Tyler Bate, which opened the door for Noam Dar to go up one fall to none. But now you look at Tyler Bate and, and you got to question. Frazier all of a sudden's distracted and Dar trying to pick Oh man. One more fall. Dar will be Yeah, that's uh that college football expansion is going to 12 in 2024. So next next year. Next, year. next season. Wow. Next Good. season. This is the last year of the four team playoff, which I'm Good. I'm happy for. I'm happy for that. Yeah, it's exciting. For yeah. you know, I'm a I'm a sports fan, so I like college football. I'll watch it. Um I don't have like a super hardcore team I root for. I just root for like, you know, Penn State because it's close. And obviously, it's obviously hard to root for them after what happened in 2011. But, um, you know, the Rutgers, you know, Temple, but they're Rutgers. never going to be, they're never going to be, you know, like in the national championship. Uh, I got, I got a, so. I got a friend of mine who worked, I used to work with, with the Eagles named Olivia. She went to Rutgers and I always make fun of Rutgers to her because they, they don't belong in the Big Ten. What they doing there? <laughs> <laughs> what y'all doing? In the Big Ten, y'all should be in the ACC. Y'all should be in the AAC. Oh no, <laughs> I'm serious. What they doing there? <laughs> I remember I went up there. Uh, this is a lot. This had to be like over ten or over ten years ago. Went up there on a Saturday um, to meet up with somebody that went to college there, and it was a big Rutgers football Saturday. So it was kind of like crazy. I've never been like. I never had that experience in college because the birthplace of college football, man. Yeah, I was in Piscataway, New Jersey. I was a commuter, so um, I would drive to college in my classes, hang out on campus. Once I was done classes, drive home. So I didn't have that like college experience and going to Rutgers on like a Saturday, or it was just like all the bars around there were packed. It was tough for us to get a place to eat, man. It, it was just a whole other game. I can't imagine the bigger schools that, oh yeah, um, you know how it is around there. So then I was just at Rutgers, and I was just it was kind of like I don't want to say culture shock, but I definitely was not expecting it. Yeah, I'm sure most of these college towns shut down. I mean, yeah, even IUP wasn't like a massive school, but you know, there's a little bit going on there. 
for yeah. game day. A little bit going on. Um, and by the way, I don't mean to offend our Rutgers listeners. By the way, if you went to Rutgers, <laughs> uh, just jokes, y'all. Just jokes. Rutgers <laughs> is a fine institution, and like I said, the birthplace of college football. So there you go. Uh, by the way, we're almost at the end of round three here. How we in round three and Norm Dar is only up one nothing? That's a draw. Did I, did we miss something? Probably. Maybe we got the graphic wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess you just go through the rounds and you don't have any. You go whoever has the most pinfalls at the end of each round. At the end of the rounds, I forget about that. You can just go through a round without any pinfalls. Oh, man! I remember the first time I saw AJ Styles doing that, I lost my mind. Wow, that was incredible. Good for Noam Dog. Got the corner people working. They got their secret stuff out, like Space Jam. <laughs> People tiling them off. Good job. I, I mean, I'll do the same thing. Absolutely nice. Absolutely doesn't seem like it helped too much though. You got that whoop right now. <laughs> that this is his best chance. Yeah, man, this is uh, uh no, it's a little like the white ropes. <laughs> you go on these white ropes. <laughs> and they're, be red they ropes. look good. They look good, but I, I'd like you know WWE to save them for the premium live events and you know the bigger shows and still have each weekly TV show feel different. But there are definitely other things to worry about <laughs> for sure. Oh no, not oh, yet. No, no. Almost, Mister Fred. Oh my goodness, he pretty much hit him with a Judas effect. <laughs> oh, and he still kicked out. That's pretty much what that was. Priscerico eats your heart out. <laughs> Look painful. Just a little bit. Man, it's, uh, yes. Buck 45 and counting here in round four. And it is Booker T. Who is in control. So Booker, you know, I always thought Booker T was an underrated announcer. Because <laughs> at the very least, he's always brought energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody brings an, an exciting energy. At the very least, Booker T's got some some charisma, some pizzazz about him on the commentary. Oh, Lord. Oof. Back is all messed up. Tied at one. All right now. All right now. All tied up we going into round five. Noam Dar's corner drags him back to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if Tyler Bate wasn't incapacitated so he could, you know, kind of help out his guy. But Oh, yeah. I forgot about Tyler Bate yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> he was here and he came and went. I forgot that Nathan Frazier had somebody in his corner <laughs> with a little with a bucket. You know, I guess he could, so Nathan Frazier can spit in it. You know, in now between the rounds. Spit. Right, exactly. Like you don't want to spit on the mats. No, nope. that's that's trifling, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'd have been nice if both sides could have had 
a corner. You don't usually see that in boxing or UFC where the corners just fight each other. And one one corner man is just injured and he he's so injured they had to take him to the hospital or something yeah. like that. Like <laughs> that'd be wild. Right. Like the corners should start fighting each other. <laughs> Which it just reminds me of some Survivor Series '94 when Bulldog was in Brett's corner, Owen and Bob Backlund's corner. And Bulldog was knocked out for like 15 minutes and nobody came out to check on him. <laughs> he was just unconscious and literally no, like Brett's parent, Owen tried to get his parents to throw in the towel. They just stepped over British Bulldog's body as they, <laughs> as they approached the apron. Like it just cracks me up. Just step right back. over him. <laughs> You're not blood, son. Get out <laughs> of here. Exactly. They were just like, Oh, well, Davey, wake up. They, they didn't even like check on him. They didn't even look, they looked at him in order to make sure they didn't, uh, you know, kick him or something. They just stepped over him. And it's still the funniest thing I see. Like when I watch that, it, it it's just so funny. I never miss that. And it always makes me laugh when I see it. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff from back in the day. It's like, okay, Davey, like you're unconscious, but Brett's in there in the chicken wing, man. <laughs> we got to save his life, bro. <laughs> his life is in danger. Do you know how crazy Bob Backlund is? There's no telling what's going to happen to him. He might get his arm torn clean off, <laughs> smooth off his body. If you don't recite every president in order right now. <laughs> got to wonder if he'll be arrested at 40 in Philly. I wonder yeah. how many of those legends uh, had to WrestleMania because maybe I mean, we can. You, you saw a lot when you you went. So, I mean, they would I bring him to the press box and have him take yeah, pictures yeah. with this, which is why I got a picture with Bob Backlund yeah, from yeah. what's that, 2015? 29, 29, yeah. That was thirty one. I was in California. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the last oh, yeah, one. It wasn't at MetLife, okay? No, 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 MetLife. They, I don't know if they brought anybody around for MetLife, um, hmm. but in New Orleans, they brought around Sergeant Slaughter, had him meet the media <laughs> and. You know, like, oh my God, Sergeant Slaughter! But Bob Backlund just put me in the headlock. I was like, let's take it, let's take a flick, bro. Let's do it, <laughs> and that's what we got. Great picture to this day. It is. Uh, I I have one just shaking his hand like a cheese ball <laughs> at one of those conventions in North Jersey, and uh, still like one of my favorite pictures because, like, he get he sets up for the picture. Like he'll he'll shake your hand, but like he gets in position. To make sure it's a good picture. So he kind of like moved his hand like almost perpendicular to the floor to make sure like our handshake was legit. And I'm sitting there and I put my left hand on his and it just looks like a really stupid photo, but it's hilarious. And I love it. I made it stupid. <laughs> I was like Josh Harris with Joe Buck. Oh, man. I <laughs> man, what a time. I like Chris Long's sweet and he said he got <laughs> spent two seconds in the handshake zone. <laughs> you just grab you can't just grab somebody's hand and shake it. <laughs> well, you know billionaires, man. They're just disconnected from society, bro. He saw he looked down at the hand, I was like, oh, shake it. <laughs> like he wasn't even listening to Joe. He was just like looking around. I was like, oh, there's a hand. Gotta shake it. It's literally right in front of me. <laughs> like that's really funny. Did he think that he was finished? Like he was going to leave the booth after that? Like, you know how you usually shake hands and then you leave? But it, it's just like not doing that. So that was funny. 
those are the viral moments I live for now. <laughs> they're, they're good moments, man. <laughs> and people just walk right into them unknowingly. <laughs> Joe Buck was just talking with his hands. And Josh Harris saw an opportunity. <laughs> Got to shake that hand. Because that's what, but like, that's what normal yeah. people do. They just see a hand sticking out, they shake it. He's greeting me. Even though he's already hand, greeted like... me, I probably shook his hand when I first came into the booth. He went. He clearly wants to shake it now. And Joe Buck was not ready. Joe Buck's hand. Neither he was, was like, Troy Aikman. No. <laughs> Joe Buck is a pro, though. He went straight through it. He kept going. He kept going, bro. What a what a moment! I, I, it's like I know Commanders fans like, yo, bro, our last owner already embarrassed us enough. What's going on? We are starting off rough. Like they're trying to play it off. They're all like, yeah, that's my owner. It's like, oh, no, Joshua. Okay, oh, no. <laughs> we're not starting off great. Things can things can get better, obviously, but it's not off to a great start. <laughs> it was a very awkward social interaction. Very awkward. Ooh, oh, oh! I didn't that. even see that live. By the way, I was obviously tuned into the Phillies, and I didn't even uh, have that. Usually, I have like a second screen going. I didn't even have that, so I saw it on the oh. internet, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> oh, he finally finally decided to reverse it. Pressure, trying to fight his way free as we have seventy seconds left, and we are tied. Oh man, I'm gonna go to sudden death here. You can feel the tension here amongst the NXT universe. I'll be down for some sudden death. Frazier now for Frazier. Does he go or does he wait? Because time is actually in his favor as he's starting to climb to the top. Guards, well, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, just got rocked. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. That's what I'm saying. Like, Booker T isn't like the best color commentator of all time, but he's got energy. That counts for something. He's entertaining. I'm not bored listening to Booker T. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I can't even watch this over the air cable anymore. Ooh. Over the air cable now. So thank God we still have this up. My goodness. Look at T gave him an extra title ring. <laughs> No, I'm darted hanging out with all the black people. Bravery of- <laughs> I still don't get it. It's so funny. I am once again standing safely underneath the schism street. Ivy, you tried to end my career. You tried to inflict permanent damage, but Ivy, you failed. You are a failure, just like the Creed Brothers and just like all of Diamond Mine. Ivy, if you want to prove me wrong, You know exactly where I am. So come and find me. 
Okay. Come and find What's going to happen next? In that story. We got to see. We got to know. Up here. Up. It's a media promo. The birthplace of America. That's true. There's tough. And then there's Philly tough. That's different. Whole different level, y'all. The knockout punch is coming. Mm hmm. This is the greatest live event in entertainment. And that. That's a Philly thing. Oh! WrestleMania, live from Philadelphia, Saturday, April 6th, and Sunday, April 7th. Tickets available now. I feel like I heard that it's a Philly thing slogan somewhere before. I don't know. I feel like I've heard that before. It's crazy how that caught on. Like, yeah. that's something Jalen Hurst said one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on everybody's shirts. Dude, like, anything he says now is going to be on a shirt. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says a lot of things. It's going to be on shirts. Red Stew. Everyone uses that line now. I mean, he's a gold mine for social copy. I used to use yes. that all the time. Rent is yes. due. Keep the main thing the main thing. Um, Oh man, it's another couple ones. I can't remember, but he was he was great for some social copy. He's always used rent is due. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to pay up. Flush it. Flush it was a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It was laughs> like... turd, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> you know, was it I was a was it I was a person before I had a purpose? Something like what was the saying he said oh. in the Super Bowl? And he even knew it was like, oh, that's a good y'all gonna like that one. <laughs> that's right. I can't remember off the top of my head now. But it was smooth though. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. It was, it was. That boy smooth. You got the Nike, what, you got the Jordan deal. The the Nike deal, the Jordan I need to, deal. I need to yeah. hear him at the parade. See what good good ones he got for the parade. Oh, he'll have he'll have a bunch if, if they win it all. When they win it all. Boom. You said that. Unlike the Phillies who are Oh my just, god. Uh, they're, We're still leading the wild card now. Where are they at in the standings see, now? Like I know, like, but that counts well, for something. It it's good if you okay. Uh, it's hard for me to explain. <laughs> Where you know, for me, it's always been Philly is number one, and obviously, as I've gotten older, really in high school, I started watching Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, and stuff. But since I was eight years old, always Phillies. So I. I do watch every game almost like it's a football season, which is probably not the best for my mental well-being, uh, especially since there's 162 games. But um, as exhilarating as a win last night was, they won 10 to four, mashing four homers and stuff like that against the team right below them in the wildcard standings. As exhilarating as that is, it's so maddening when you see like uncompetitive at bats and just swinging and missing it balls not even close just you were up two to one for a good portion of the game and now you're down three to two it's not even that bad like they're two swings away from having the lead but it just feels the the way their offense goes is how their team goes and it's like oh yeah like, why right. can't you win two to one why can't you win two to one they don't have they don't have one i don't think they have necessarily the uh Pitching for that to win all they these games. They did for so long, and now it's just kind of like I don't uh, think that's there. They got to get score runs. They do. Um, that's their bread and butter, and right. uh, 
they can't hit good pitching, then uh, that, that's literally they, why they, they lost the have... Astros in the World Series. Like nobody, yeah. no one could stop yeah. the Phillies until the Astros and their just endless amount of pitchers. Like everybody was nice. Cheated. <laughs> <laughs> but if if they if you had holes in your rotation or holes in your bullpen, yeah. the Phillies is going to take advantage. Yeah. Astros didn't. <laughs> like they got no hit in the in the World Series, bro. Like oh, once in a lifetime yeah. type stuff. Probably the worst loss of the last decade. Look, bro. Sometimes you just run into a better team. We are at the top. We have the nine o'clock, the top of the nine o'clock hour now. With Stratton in the ring. Is coming to an end. And let me tell you all, it has been a hot one. Oh, yeah. It officially began. <laughs> At Battleground, where I won the NXT Women's Championship. We got Battleground as an NXT pay per view now, too. And right? <laughs> I went on a winning streak. Still a good name. Retaining my title against the no. at Gold Rush and then again at the Great American Bash. And with summer coming to an end, and the fall of Tiff Tiff is right around the corner. I love fall. Favorite season. I'm going to make this much, much better. And I'm sure you're all wondering how could it get any better than it already is? I'm basically a perfect champion. <laughs> and I know the word perfect scares some people, but when you're Tiffany Stratton, perfection comes easy. Which is why this title isn't going anywhere. Matter of fact, I'm going to go down in history as one of the best NXT Women's Champions of all time. I'll see no lie. to be a better champion than Bailey, than Asuka. I'm going to be a better champion than Becky Lynch. And even Charlotte Flair. Strong words. Tiffy top. Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. Oh my gosh. While you're at the Tiffy top, why don't you do us all a grand favor and shut the hell up? Oh. That's a double entendre there. Because fall's coming up, right? Look no further for your next challenger. Gigi. I don't know what hole you crawled out of, and I certainly don't care. But if this is you shooting your shot, consider this me officially shooting it down. You don't deserve an opportunity against me. Deserve, deserve. Oh, my God, the audacity. You don't deserve to stand here and call a champion because the last time you defended that title in this ring you tapped out i didn't tap uh, out Gigi. <laughs> Gigi. oh man it's another one is it the parade of contenders time now the delusional world that you're living in but there 
is not a shot in hell that you deserve an NXT. No chance in hell, maybe. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Your win-loss record against me is about as good as you getting a chance at a match with her, which is terrible. <clears throat> I love that. Oh man, <laughs> she can't cook. Who's coming out she, next? She doesn't deserve a title match, but you can bet your Barbie wannabe ass that I. Oh. That is so Ooh. rude. Ladies, ladies. Oh boy. Yep, it's the parade of contenders. They're just hanging out, waiting to come out and talk. I hate when WWE does this. I really do. It's so lazy. It just makes people look stupid holding a microphone in the ring and just standing there. That's why I don't like it. This could easily be done backstage or something. It's just lazy. They just come out and just. I deserve to be the champion. No, I deserve to be the champion. No, I deserve to be the champion. How about all four of you go at it? Right, all four of you go at it. Three, all three of y'all deserve title shots. Because it's me, Blair. Blair, look, I know we haven't crossed paths, but before you lay claim to this division, you have to go through the division. And I know everybody here knows you beat Dana, you beat Kalani, but nobody has forgotten your little trip to the convenience store. <laughs> Clean up on aisle Blair. Oh, trust me, I would have rather it have been business bitch Kiana's head going through the canned food aisle. But <laughs> oh man, in your face ping pong <laughs> off of the frozen food door is <laughs> priceless. Gigi Dolan finally coming out. Oh, cute. You know what, Gigi? You don't want to mess with me, yeah? Who thought that kick from JC was bad? Well, I'm going to pound your face to the point where your brother doesn't even recognize you anymore. Uh, this is all getting out of hand. Uh, you guys need to figure this out on your own. I'm going to leave now. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Oh, we got somebody else. Roxanne. You know, it's mind boggling to me that you're out here running. We have all the graphics ready. American Bash when I put your ass through a table oh. and a bed of chairs in case you forgot. But more importantly, more importantly, Tiffany, I actually have something to tell you. It better be something along the <laughs> Oh man, she done smacked her. She done, she done, done, done walloped her. Wobble-legged her. Wobble-legged her. Wobble-legged her. Whoa. What the hell? We, went, we listened to all that damn talk just for them to cut it while they fighting? That's what I'm here for. I should put you to vote. Oh, good boy. Hey, are you tired? No, sir. That's good, because we don't get tired. Oh. I said we don't get tired, Ford. Don't tell us. Keep working. You need to step up. Work when you're getting choked out. Keep working. Get 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 getting choked. What's that? Wait, what's going to, on with this? Trying not to die. Now we're back to the ring. Look, this All is why cleared out. This is why I didn't wrestle at Northeast High School, because people like Drew Gulak wrestled on the team. <laughs> and they was crazy, all right? Running up and down all them damn steps. <laughs> every day, every damn day. And they, 
the, the wrestling coach was my chemistry teacher. He goes, oh, you guys should come out. I don't cut anybody. They just quit. I'm like, you know what? That would have been great if Jimmy Uf was part of that WrestleMania promotion last week in Philly. Some yeah. of his interviews would have been great. He, he is a Philly native, after all. No, they sent yeah. Cody Rhodes <laughs> to Philly. <laughs> I mean, the people they did send weren't terrible. Right. The local flavor would have been nice. It would have been nice. But no. Just get choked out. Don't tap out. <laughs> Here we go. Mixed tag action. The Judgment Day might be the hardest working people in WWE at this point. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I didn't think they'd be where they are right now. You know, like they're everywhere. <laughs> Not surprised, man. They've always been in the like, figuring in, and then now it's just you know, yeah, but Dom, all over the place. North American champ, and as over as he is now, uh, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, like they really people looked at them as a joke after you know they got rid of Edge and whatever, and they're like, yeah, this is ridiculous, but they really overcame that, and in, in a, I, I guess we could say Triple H gave them. You know, like some a, a leash. I was like, "Listen, we need time to turn this around and to make people not view this group as a joke." And they did it. They did it, and uh, kudos to all of them, all four yeah. of them. Agree. Now they're Agreed. deployment television every week. <laughs> yeah, they're on like four or five segments of show on Raw, <laughs> yeah. backstage segments, in the ring segments. You know, they show them leaving the building. Like, they do everything. <laughs> NXT now. Right. Even they still even show up on SmackDown Jeez. sometimes. Yeah, these guys are great. <laughs> You're By right, man. Way. Hardest working hardest working group right now in WWE. By the way, Can't be the bloodline because they don't show up <laughs> half the time. <laughs> I look at the standings for the wildcard standings uh, for the yeah. MLB. Philly's got a three-game lead in the wild card. I know. And the only reason why they're not in a hotly contested divisional race is because the Braves are just above and away the best team in the National League right now. And I know they can't win every game, but it's like, ah, come on. And they actually don't play a lot of those teams they're in the mix with in the wild card right now. They don't play a lot of those teams down the stretch. So if if they can just win the series they play, you know, they're in a good spot. So like the Braves are abnormally good. So yeah. And they, there's no guarantee they're going to do anything in the postseason. They were good last year too. Yeah. Guess who beat them in the playoffs? The Phillies. All right. So <laughs> look, the Phillies, they're going to happen okay. again. I made a they're proclamation okay. yesterday. Oh man. That the, that the Braves are not going to win the world series. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Braves are not going to win the World if Series. They, if they do, I'm going to delete that. But um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Twitter will let that let that go down like that. I'll try. I'll find the tweet, try to delete it, and I'm sure. Like, nope, nope, nope. I'm sure people have already screen grabbed. True. And they waiting True. for you, bro. Freezing cold takes is waiting <laughs> for you. Like this lurking, waiting. Like up oh, any day now. Yeah. Wait till the World Series happens. This boy, this brother, we are gonna get this brother here. <laughs> so you better, you better be, you better be careful there. <laughs> Yeah, I think I did the same thing to the Dodgers all those years, and then they finally won it, but I don't count that. <laughs> you don't count that. <laughs> they won the COVID series, not the World Series. Oh. 
the COVID I think series. I was actually rooting for the Rays that year too, as much as it pained me to do. Because I mean, if you have a rooting interest, like a, as a baseball fan, you watch the World Series no matter what. It's like you got to have a side, right? <laughs> really, my side is always the underdog. So, like, if one team's winning most of game one, I want the other team to win and come back and win. And then it could be vice versa a game two. I just want to see a good series. So, just want to see unless it's the Phillies, then I want to see a sweep. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see the Phillies go 180, 162 and up. Season was to a degree last last year. Like most of their games were not exciting because they dominated everyone. So it was more like, yeah, you're happy they scored so much, but it's like there was no real angst. As a fan, oh, we got NXT back. And most of all, she's way too scared to stand on her own two feet. Don't fall for her facade, because behind that strong physique... Oh, could it? Oh, she pulled up. Get her, boys. Boys, get her. This is weird. Where is this at in Orlando? What's going on here? Oh, my Lord, it's the Creed Brothers. Oh, man, it's like the Blair Witch Project. Do we have your attention now? If you want to oh. save again, the next week we get a match against the Dyad, and when we win, we're reinstated in NXT. And this time, oh. you no know, schism followers interfere. It's gonna be a steel cage match. Oh, oh they kidnapped her. <laughs> oh, they got a little bit of the bubbly going on in Noam Dar's locker room. I've been the best of that since day one and nine. Nobody can touch me. We're not back. We're better. And finally, Nathan's phony reign is over. Exactly. First of all, it shouldn't have happened anyway. So really, this don't count in our book. The world is great again. Oh, that's good. Excuse me. I'm not taking autographs. Wow. We are celebrating. I've been asked to serve you this from the Heritage Cup Committee. No, 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 no. Heritage Cup Committee? Main man Manza, please read it to me. I'm still in pain. Let us know. What are they saying? Dear Mr. Dar, congratulations on winning the NXT Heritage. No, winning, winning, retaining. Last hold that, please. In order to ensure a worthy contender for your championship, next week we will begin the NXT Global Heritage Invitational, an eight-man tournament with the winner earning a Heritage Cup Championship match at NXT's next premium live event. No mercy. You know what that means? I don't have to defend this for five weeks. It makes sense that they have to get everyone around the globe to compete for an opportunity to face me. Squad, Uh we're going to California. That party just getting started in his locker room. (laughs) They're going back to Cali. Uh, Phillies had Bryce Harper on base to lead off and uh, boom into a double play. JT fly out onto the ninth inning, down three to two. I'm not happy. So, okay. there we go. Take two, take a, did they play tomorrow? Yeah, take two or three from the Giants, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, but I, I'd rather take the first two. You know, so the, the Giants are in the, as much. That's fair. That's fair. But the Giants in the wild card race with you, you know, you take two or yeah, three. That's that's yeah. pretty good. You know? They're actually now third spot because the Cubs leaped them. So the Cubs are number two. Yeah. So 
I think they we play them once more. I think it's in Philly because I think we already visited Chicago. So I believe they come here at some point soon. And the Phillies get the Cardinals this weekend, I think. And yeah, they just have the Nats though. So yeah, yeah. yeah Cardinals are a bad team. <laughs> so yeah, like, so we're the Nats. So and they and yeah, so don't worry. <laughs> well, no, they the lost Giants. two or three to the Nats. So oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah. take two or three from the Giants. <laughs> Meanwhile. Have we ever seen a couple like these? These two I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I might want to just leave the sound on for Booker. Booker T, man, is hilarious. I remember when he was on, like, I think he was on Raw for a couple of years. Yeah, people yeah. were, oh my God, I'm so tired of Booker T. And I never subscribed to that. I'm like, I like Booker T's fun to listen to, at the very least. He brings energy, man. I never understood why people, like, sour on him. I've always thought Booker T was a good announcer. I mean, they, also, they're going to complain about everything. Just like I'm complaining about the Phillies, even though they're in first place of the wild card. So they got to find something. <laughs> you got to find something to complain about the Phillies. <laughs> At least I'm complaining about the Phillies and not, um, you know, Booker T or I mean, something wrestling related. Like you said, fans are going to complain about something. Fans right now for the Eagles, what are they talking about? The backup quarterback? Oh my God! Yeah, I I'm totally out on preseason this year. I have not even uh, I don't even think Jalen Hurts is going to play. You know, I, you know now they had a dust up with the Colts today, so I doubt. I know the third preseason game is supposed to be like the one to get ready for now, but um, are we, are, are those starters going to play? Like, I, I mean, a lot I, of the writers are saying, or at I don't least think so. they're talking like uh, they don't expect them to. So I wouldn't. I mean, you got a veteran team. They don't right. Need reps. right. I think I heard that um Aaron Rodgers is playing in the third preseason game for the Jets. For he's that's his first preseason game since 2018. But Rodgers, this is his first time with the Jets. He right. probably should get a game in with his yeah. new teammates before the regular season. Mm-hmm. With the Packers, he was with the Packers his whole career. He didn't have to play preseason games anymore. So They'll probably hold them yeah. out. Yeah. Uh I think it'll be a team by team basis on that front. But yeah, so back the, to like this specific year, I'm just like not into the preseason. It's like get me to week one. <laughs> good. Back to NXT. Mixed tag team action. Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley versus Lyra Valkyrie and Dragon Lee. Getting the rub. Did I say Lyra? I meant, I meant Lyra. <laughs> like lyric. That's it. Oh my goodness. Rhea and Dominic uh, arrived at that NXT crowd too. Like they're they are into everything happening right now. Valkyria, Lyra Valkyria. That's a hard name to say, man. Lyra Valkyria. 
What was the one? Uh, Ty Valkyrie? Yeah, Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, not Valkyria, Valkyrie. The E at the end. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's just... like they it's like they kind of like took the name, right? <laughs> <They just laughs> yeah, that's what bit. it feels like. Tyra, she laughed and it's like, all right, we're just gonna use your name with somebody else. So just <laughs> switch around some letters. Valkyria to the Valkyrie. <laughs> I just assumed it was Valkyrie because I know Tyre Valkyrie. Who's <laughs> now in uh, AEW, right? Yes. Or was it Impact? Yeah. AEW. No, she was in right. AEW. She had a. I mean, I haven't seen her. I don't yeah, recall like almost seeing her recently, but lost, lost, lost. Apparently, she had. Uh, yeah, she had a couple matches against um Jade Cargill a couple months back. And not much sense. <laughs> Where's Jade been? Taking time off? I don't. I don't think after she people... lost the title, it just hasn't been on TV. I don't think people was in fully May know at Double or Nothing. I think so. Yeah, something like that. I don't I think know Tony Khan. Know. I think was asked about her recently, and he said she's still on the active roster, so she's still there. So could have been just time off. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if there's uh, some real clarity on that situation uh, just yet. In the meanwhile, Ronda Rousey's gone from uh, WWE. So a lot of stuff has happened since our last show. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you take a month off. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it? Um, oh, my goodness. She just, uh, there were rumors of her returning to UFC. But I think she realizes she wasn't, the WWE lifestyle is not um, <laughs> probably what she thought it'd be. Oh, she didn't seem to be enjoying herself because just because the crowd, I don't think, gave her a chance to in a way. We had a commercial break with uh, this yeah. mixed tag match, by the way, but I, I don't think WWE did Rousey any favors for the jump. So if if she didn't enjoy it, I mean, WWE didn't really help that. Yeah. How they I, I wouldn't her. blame her. I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> right. Like they never really brought us round to Rousey. They brought us this. Babyface pro wrestling version of yeah. Ronda Rousey, which nobody like wanted they to see. The character of Ronda Rousey, which just doesn't translate to a pro wrestling. It wasn't even the character. Crowd, like... They brought a wrestling babyface version of the character, which nobody wanted. The, the character of Ronda <laughs> Rousey was stone face killer, like not a nice person, not very talkative, at least not smiling and not like jovial yeah. when she before her matches, before her fights, she had. The look of death on her face. She's about to kill somebody. That's what it, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And she walks with to the to the cage with a purpose, whooped a lot of ass and left. And then she comes to WWE. She's smiling and waving, and it's like, what? what Weird, who man. that? That's not who Weird. I paid to see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. So I don't think that did her any favors. I don't think, uh, in some respects, Ronda's attitude towards certain situations helped. Neither. Yeah. But. She had talent. She has physical talent. I just think that WWE kept trying to make her something that she wasn't. Putting the mic in her hand, having to talk in front of the fans all the time. She'd never done that. She never cut promos, not scripted verbiage like that. She sat down in front of a camera and did those promos for UFC, and then she might talk after her fights to Joe Rogan in in the cage. But those are obviously impromptu situations. Those are improv. <laughs> that those are, you know, that there's no script there. I should say, um, where WWE they're handing her a script. She's probably got to recite it word for word and <laughs> keep a smile on her face the whole time and say WWE <laughs> uh, backlash WrestleMania backlash this Sunday on Peacock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like 
premium live event. Right. The I'm ultimate throw ride. Destroy you. You know, so they just never really capitalized on it. it I think it was a. You can. I'm sure there's people who would put blame on Ronda Rousey and maybe rightfully so, but I'm definitely putting blame on WWE. And they never really try to manage her of sorts. Like you thought, you know, the story's going around. Paul Heyman's trying to help her. It's like, well, make Paul Heyman her on-screen manager, and you can have him talk for her. If I just you're not comfortable with her on the mic, and I just don't know why. She could have been the exception and not have to talk in front of the fans so often. Yeah. Like she could have been point. the one person in the whole company that was doing sit down interviews all the time. You didn't wouldn't even have to fly her out for those. <laughs> she could just yeah. do that at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand you put it on the card, you put it in the building, you can sell tickets doing that. So that's obviously why she was there for a lot of shows. But even then, you can still shoot them backstage. You don't have to have her talking in front of people all the time. That's what they did. A lot. And I understand, like, in order to get, you know, to get better at something, you got to do it. But once you realize it really wasn't her thing, it wasn't, it didn't take much. And maybe, all right, you let her get some experience. But after a while, after a while, by the time 2021 rolled around and we were back in front of fans, there was no need. There was really no need, honestly. We saw enough of it in 20. 18 and 19 into 2020. And it just wasn't hitting. In the ring, though, as far as matches, for the most part, Ronda was good. It's not like she was bad in the ring. I mean, I'm sure there are moments people can point to and be like, oh, that wasn't good and that wasn't good. But you can say that almost about almost anybody. Mm-hmm. I think Ronda Rousey, for her lack of experience in pro wrestling compared to her peers, was pretty good. And she was getting rave reviews when she first started wrestling. Let's not forget about that. She was. Um, and she, I think she's, even though, you know, she did it for a couple of years, I still think she was good even a couple of years later. It's just everything else, man. Yep. But we are back. That Lyra I always seem like Valkyrie. I put the sound on when Booker T is in the middle of something. <laughs> something. Oh, 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 that's a lot of steps to get to a suplex. That was exciting, though. (laughs) Again, how can you dislike Booker T on commentary? <laughs> He's so good. Saying how good, how great. Oh, oh! We had just told Dragon Lee to suck it. <laughs> you think it's funny? Ray Ripley bringing back DX. He <laughs> <laughs> just rebrand the Judgment Day to DX. I don't think anyone will care. That'd be wild. <laughs> she starts her own DX in the women's division. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Doing wild stuff. 
cursing on the air, like doing their own press conferences, <laughs> like DX did back oh, in the wow. day. Oh, we're trying to go again. for the suplex we're again. She did it again. She's got to figure something oh. out. Oh, big DDT off Big reversal. Wild landing. To reach out and make the tag. There was the counter. Oh. oh man. Asia Wilson had 53 points tonight. WNBA record. Good lord. That's a WNBA record? 53? Yeah. Nice. They play a 40 minute game, so. How about that? Yeah. I could probably make two points in a WNBA game. Somebody fouls me, and I have three, two free shots. Yeah. That's about it. They could probably defend you without fouling, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I have to bait them. And, you know, sell yeah, you it gotta, to the refs or something. You got to do like a Trey Young, get them in the air. They probably not. They don't have to jump in the air, though, right. to block your shot. They could just stand there and go, bam. <laughs> I'd probably get foul, called a foul on for being stupid. You'd have to, like, dive into them like, yeah. like some shooters do. Like, they lean in. You got to dive in because they're not they're – not, Falling for your pump fake. <laughs> Not at all. Up, <laughs> oh, Jagger Lee going to the top. Ooh. Oh, my Stop. goodness. Stop. Off the rope. That, I get so weary about their spots because of how they land. It's like, man. They do the stops like off the ropes. It's like, oh, please land okay. And I always think about Sid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just do not want to see that again. Sid is a poor example, though. It, it is. He's a big lumbering yeah, dude jumping off the top it's rope. true. And we've literally seen it plenty of times with that not happening, but I still, it still just bothers me. Also, we got to talk about a big, big sit-out powerbomb. We got to talk about Dom Mysterio just hanging with anybody. Like, he's in there with Dragon Lee yeah, doing right. his thing. Like, come on. Two years ago, I don't think we would have could have expected this from Dom. Right. Oh, 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 oh. Or if we did, we'd be like, oh yeah, Dom. It's probably not a fair Ooh, expectation. Lord. Probably not a fair expectation for him, but he's been great. That's what I'm saying. He's like 26, 27. Is he even that old? He's like, I think he's 26, 27 around that point. I can look it up. Raquel's here. Oh man. Smiling and everything. <laughs> right. Another one that probably shouldn't be smiling as much. <laughs> Did he not disqualify uh, it? <laughs> he didn't see it? All right. Well, Dragon Lee and Lyra Valkyria, Valkyria, I should say, I'm sorry. Uh, they win. Judgment Day loses on NXT. How about that? Well, Don Mysterio lost. He's, it's fine. <laughs> He's probably going to lose to Dragon Lee for the NXT title, NXT North American title. That's not fair. Look at that. That's not fair. Right now, time to heat it up. <laughs> 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 Look at T is distraught. What's up, champ? You ready? Hey, look. Tonight started with me. Finish with you. Hey, dog. 
first title defense without me by your side. Yeah, yeah, you man. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm cool, I'm cool. But look, man, last time at the Bash, things went down with you and Ilya, yeah. and now there's a big asterisk on that win, and I just can't be having that on my title ring. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Oh. Are you me, though? No, oh. no, 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 no. I just want to silence any doubters on my championship reign. You know what I mean? And that starts tonight. Yeah, yeah. Against Wesley. No doubt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Hey, bro. Do your thing, though. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Oh, man. Oh. Please, too. Oh, Lord. Don't do it. Don't do Those it. Those two are going down to WrestleMania. Ain't we supposed to be brothers? I know, I know. My mentions are going crazy right now. All you Twitter trolls, ex-trolls, whatever trolls, <laughs> I get it. Ex-trolls. Becky Lynch was never the NXT Women's Champion. Look, in my defense, she may be big-time Bex to all of you, but... That's true. I forgot about that. She's quite literally irrelevant. Ooh. Moving on to things that actually... How outrageous is that? That she never won that title. Title? Hello? Duh? Did you see the atrocities that happened out there? I mean, you have eyes. Totally not what I had in mind. Not how I wanted to end the summer of Tiff Tiff. However, as champion, I have the inside scoop. And those four Tiffy wannabes are going to have the opportunity to fight it out for a chance against me. Now say back. So next week, it'll be Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus Kiana James versus Blair Davenport in a fatal four-way match where the winner of that match will face you for the NXT Women's Championship. I, could, I didn't see that coming. Good wow. enough. Toodles. Fatal four-way? Whoa. Oh, that's a huge matchup for next week. Makes sense. But these two superstars slugged it out. Oh, man. How much time are they going to get? It's 9.33 right now. Von Wagner. Yeah, they usually do like a five or ten minute overrun, so we'll see. Okay. Von Wagner, Wagner and Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, what were you saying before that? Oh, Trick and uh, Carmella. I could see that being a WrestleMania. Well, at a WrestleMania weekend NXT premium live event match. They just planted the seed. Man. Yeah, man, I don't want to, I don't want to ask Trix on that. <laughs> Trix's like, really? Like, really? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I mean, it's a good question. He was not having it. Oh, The Rock. The Rock. Uh, an actual live, like, present-day Rock promo. What's this? Kurt Angle uh, Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Angle documentary. Yep. They played a trailer for it last night during Raw. I'm interested. Makes my story look very lame. Oh, no, Rick. <laughs> One week from Saturday on Peacock. How about that? What did Rick say? I missed that. So it makes his story look very lame. I guess he's talking about Kurt Angle's story. It's like, no, Rick, you did some wild stuff back in the day. Nah, he could have been saying that from that. Could he have? He's, he's very self-aware, right? <laughs> I guess. Maybe. That was out of context. We don't know the context of that. <laughs> Sentence is only a trailer. After all, meanwhile, Phillies have runners on second and third with one out in the bottom of the ninth. They are down three to two with Kyle oh. Schwerber at the plate. Oh, oh, oh. Can we put this on here? Let's see. I don't know. Let's see. So that. Commercial in NXT. Uh, no. It's going to be real sad when T Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes 
go the go against each other. I but might show a match like that's got to be in WrestleMania weekend, right? I mean, that's far away though, man. It, it, yeah, it's true. That's true. NXT got multiple shows before that. I mean, oh, they walked Kyle Schwarber to load the bases. I mean, that's probably one smart. purpose. How many outs are there? Now they're going back in. One out. One. Okay, so double this play. Is double play. Yeah. Yeah. Double play double. I would have put Schwarber on. But you see that home run he hit last night? Yeah. Yes, I do. They'd rather see Trey Turner, which is how bad has Trey Turner been? <laughs> He'd rather see Trey yeah, Turner. I mean, <laughs> he's 0 for 4. He was pretty good on Saturday. Two oh, this home is runs his, in one inning. But. This is his <laughs> record against Camilo, against this particular pitcher. But yeah, you know, you're right about Saturday, but overall, he's been pretty rough this season. So we are... Um, I do have it on my regular TV, so I'm a little, little bit ahead um, on my regular TV than I am on the stream. But Turn the TV off. I I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to react. If you see a walk off, you're going to react. <laughs> no, I'll just shut it. <laughs> oh boy! Swing Trey Turner can Trey become a, he can become a made man right here. Swinging the balls, man! I don't get it. Not even close. See, this is what we're talking about. It's only one ball on my oh, screen. That one. NFC <laughs> back yet? Not yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. The runners lead off all the way. Oh, boy. This is my Intense. brand. If oh, he walks Lord. off, it's my brand. Hey, we're gonna cut the podcast so you can get the call. He just what I'm talking about, Nick. You're going to react, bro. <laughs> like, you're going to react. That's what, just turn it off. Look, you like look, look, look what you're doing right now. You're clapping your hands. Trey Turner came through. I'm assuming. Ooh. Oh, that's one run. Oh. Unbelievable! Can we, can we cut this. <laughs> oh my goodness! We'll just have to wait for the my walk-off calls. Trey Turner. How about that? Right off the pitcher's glove. That pitcher almost caught it. A he game of inches. He came close to not inches. being the guy. Football's a game of inches, and so is baseball. Oh, they right? called the game from the uh, that pitcher from the stands. It. That's cool. That's cool. After we get on this podcast, you can see those walk-off radio calls at underscore Picot on Twitter. <laughs> Check my boy out. So this is Bank Park, man, by the way. Lit this summer. Jumping. Like all summer. Like back in the day, lit. Like late aughts, early 2010s lit. I've been fortunate enough to get to a couple games this summer. Lit. And you watch the games on TV, crazy, packed, buzzing. It's been a good summer at the bank. At the very least, you can say it's good to see that again. Right, like it's all Mr. Chase's yes. fault. He knows what's best. It's Mr. Chase. It's Mr. Chase. Hey, Thea. What? What? Relax. 
I just wanted to say that beast that I just fought out there is not the same Thea Hale that walked in that locker room a year ago. I know, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> okay, don't get hot at me. Look, if it makes you feel... Don't get hot now. We've all been let down by someone around here. <sighs> Look, you want some advice? You'll get through it. People like us, we always get through it. That was a nice moment right there. I guess, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh my lord! <laughs> Baron Corbett said, "The hell with this entrance." Out here fighting like cats and dogs. I was thinking Bam Bam Bigelow for the gear, but Harlem Heat works too. Baron and Vaughn, had their for Baron Corbin. Trying to revitalize his uh, WWE career in NXT. Working with Von Wagner tonight. That's what he thinks about Von Wagner. I love Booker T, man. Just one thing Booker T likes. It's a it's a hoss fight, boy. Big beady men slapping me. Booker T, like that, he agreed full heartedly with Biggie about that whole segment. He pointed at the TV. He's like, "Yup, that's it, right there." Big meaty man slapping me. That's it. That's where it's at. Oh my lord, they just whooping, they just going at it out, out here. Look at he got a composition book. I haven't seen that since like I haven't used one of those since like elementary school, probably middle school, maybe. No judging. I just I haven't used one in years. If that if that if that's what that what I think it is. Oh, they had what was that candy on the desk that just knocked off? Oh, my God. Ron Breaker. Ron Breaker with his dye beard. With the shirt that says best spear in the business. He damn near decapitated Von Wagner. He does have a tremendous spear, this Ron Breaker. We have, a, we have a spear like that, you can dye your beard up. <laughs> And that's over. All right. I still think that's a dumb name for a faction. Schism. 
There's nothing Rip and Jagger wouldn't do for their sister, Ava, so return her to safety, and we what? will agree to your demands. I know that you think that this cage will keep the other members of the schism locked out, but what you need to concern yourself with is who you are locking yourself in with. So greet your teeth. Oh. We've beaten you before, and next week we end this once and for all. You know the definition of a schism? In basic terms, it's like a disagreement between two parties, but the definition, according to Google, is a split or division between strongly opposed sections or parties caused by differences in opinion or belief. And that's the name of that group. (laughs) They're a disagreement. (laughs) We are the schism. We don't agree about nothing. That's what it's like. It's a, such a stupid name because it's really it's, it's the definition of a schism is like two sides don't get along. Maybe you know they're the one side. And they no, they schism. are the schism. It, well, they have the schism with everybody else. They are the schism. Eh. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense they're, of their they're, they're the embodiment theory. of a schism. <laughs> Also, that's just too. To me, that's just I don't know. Just say I don't know. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. WWE being WWE schism. Oh, kind of a goofy see. name for a faction. I'm sorry. Uh, of course, they had to walk it off. And now I can't <laughs> do this stuff. Even on my other computer, I'm trying to like the second screen, but I I don't have what I need mm. on it. The Yankees have lost nine games in a row. Lord. Oh. Oh. Poor babies. That's crazy. Somebody, John Gonzalez tweeted that was the Phillies' 35th come from behind win. They have 69 wins. Nice. More ah. than half of their wins are after they've trailed. <laughs> Which is awesome. But also, maybe now and then, try the less stressful version of winning from not behind. <laughs> True. Of winning from not behind. Yeah, that's how you, that's how I said it. Make sure I read that right. But yeah, I mean, look, they have a flair for the dramatic, but it makes for some good nights at the ballpark. And also, yeah. you're gonna have some tight games in the postseason. So get some uh, get some good experience winning those games. Maybe I should have done it while this was running. Let's see. There's a right, lot so of um, oh boy, a lot of programs. This is a new computer as well. So also, it's main event time here at Heatwave. You hear that? You get the uh, free space. The fanatic visit. We I can hear that. You can. Mm-hmm. They put goats on there, John, for you to talk about goats. That would be a hard one to fit into every. Yep, can hear that too. Fastball strike. This is side corner. Radio. Nothing at one. Sick. So let's see if I can do it while as we're recording. <laughs> down the third base. Live. We're doing it live, pal. And doing a podcast. He's doing. He's editing clips. Multimedia machine Waiting over here. 
I don't even remember what Straight count it was, but we're going to try balls, here. Two strikes, the kick, I think it was 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. I'm going to bounce your foul. Oh, okay. Let's try it again. As NXT is still a commercial break. <laughs> this yeah. is good timing. <laughs> two balls, I thought that count was 2-2, two, two, but no. Apparently 3-2. Oh, it's still 2-2 because it was a foul. Duvall ready. He kicks the pitch. Swing and a liner off of Duvall. It's through. It's a base hit. Stott scores. Marsh being waved home. He's going to score. And the Phillies have just won it. Trey Turner wins it with a smash back up the middle off of Duvall. And the Phillies take a 4-3 win. Wow. Take two or three from the what Giants, baby. Tonight as Trey Turner yeah, so it doesn't matter what happens. plays the hero for the <laughs> Phils. Wow. <laughs> Speechless. Got Ray in the booth. Trey Turner wins it for the Phillies with a smash back through the box, 104 miles an hour off the bat. Deflected wow. by Camilo Doval. Estrada, the second baseman, was going up the middle. He had to reverse field, couldn't get it. The ball went to the outfield. And Brandon Marsh able to score from second as the Phillies do get to the magic number of four, and they win it four to three. <laughs> oh, my. Unbelievable. It just right now, really, obviously, win is huge, but how is stock? Right. Phillies celebrate a walk-off win, their eighth walk-off victory of the season. And Trey Turner, the two-run single to win it. We're back with the totals and a recap for you right after this. <laughs> we got WWE, we got WWE using the X logo about their tweets. So Becky Lynch going to go against Tiffany Stratton? That'd be something. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be something. It'd be probably better than a Trish Stratus for you. Oh, man, you're telling me. Hopefully the cage match can uh, salvage some of it. And payback. Oh, it's still 2-2 because it's a foul. Oh, I can hear myself. He can- Our- <sighs> was I talking over like, your... Has our audio, yeah. <laughs> you got to delete it, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I was talking too, so... Uh- I didn't realize it would capture our audio on the microphone. Here we go. For the biggest prize in NXT. Wesley began this journey in 2011 around Dayton, Ohio. He called tonight the biggest match of his career. There's been ups, there's been downs, they've been documented. It hasn't been easy. The dream is free. Oh. But are you willing to pay the price for the journey? You know what I think about this young man, Wesley? Grab the greatest North American champion in NXT's history. All the naysayers wrong, all the doubters, and me included being one of those those doubters. This is now time for the NXT Championship. It is Wesley challenging. In the 
It's the champion Carmelo Hayes. Two brothers going at it in the main event here of NXT Heat Wave. Should be a banger. Historic main event at NXT Heat Wave. Carmelo Hayes usually come with some epic entrances. Got his jersey in the rafters. And that's Wesley's jersey. Getting burnt up. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> Gets rained on. By him. Chasing waterfalls, stick to the stream that you're used to. Huh. I've heard that before. Did you make a TLC reference like Michael Keaton and the other guys? I think he's more than ready for this matchup right here. Once upon a time, he was looking for the same thing. This young man, Carmelo Hayes, is holding around his face. That's, that's, that's great, that, that's history. That's, that's going to that other level. I love what you're seeing right here. So, what do you think of Carmelo Hayes' prospects on the main roster? Can he be a world champ, you think, potentially? He for sure can be like a U.S. or an intercontinental champion. Within five years, I can see that. Within five? I mean, whatever time frame you want to put on it. Uh, I just don't know. Like, every single time I thought they were going to turn right with, like, a bloodline angle, they turn left. And now Seth Rollins having the second world title. Who knows what they're going to do with that. But I I like five years because a lot can happen in five years. And I think that's the a, a Carmelo Hayes could be up there and be world heavyweight champion within one year. But I like giving myself the leeway of five years. <laughs> I just hope Vince McMahon doesn't look at him and be like, ah, you're not tall enough or something like that. Like, dude's talented enough for damn sure. He's got all the charisma. I, I think and I think that's what how you can create such like big stars now you don't need Brock Lesnar you don't need John Cena you don't need the same like Randy Orton you don't need the same got like handful of guys at the top you know I think they only have Seth there because it's a new title and you gotta kind of establish it but that could definitely be a Carmelo Hayes championship like world championship um Gunther obviously Gunther sorry um Definitely people that you don't you wouldn't expect now that they have two world titles again. Oh, that you can hold like because I mean whoever beats Roman, you think okay Cody probably, and then who could who beats Cody? Like, so I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean I guess it could go either way, either the Raw title or the SmackDown title. Carmelo is definitely a star. They can make the face of the franchise for sure. Hundred percent. He's got the swag. Um, of a, a, a current day celebrity, of a current day athlete, like doesn't feel like a typical pro wrestling uh, swagger. 
the modern swagger, I should say. Same idea. The stalemate looks like it's about to end. Whoa, got caught. NXT title on the line. Don't go anywhere. Picture, picture, you know. break. It's heat wave. It's the main event. I think I think he could be big box office with WWE, in my opinion. Like, Him and and Montez Ford, two people of color, yes. obviously. But but see, like we're almost waiting for that singles push for Montez. Like, okay, like I think at this point, as good as time as any. But it's going to be a while know, if they exactly form, if they now form like a, a new version of the Hurt Business yeah. type thing. Yeah. Uh, and but I, I think you could. You see that there, there's a lot worse that he could be involved with right now. So yes, at least there's that. Right. I'm not mad at it. Right. I'm just saying, like, this is you got to wait a little bit for the Montez yeah. Ford singles run, yeah. Um, which is fun. I'm here for you know Street Profits sticking together for a while longer, especially if they get a fresh coat of paint and run around with Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley can be uh, prominent on TV again, which has not really been the case lately, and because of I believe circumstances beyond his control, he's just mm-hmm. been left out of certain big events like. WrestleMania yeah. and stuff like that. Maybe was he's he on injured, SummerSlam? You know? Maybe he's injured. We don't know about it. Hasn't been reported. So I could see if that's part of it. It always seems like when there's guys that haven't wrestled in a while, but they show up, you know, here and there on TV, that they're dealing with some type of injury. But it, do- it doesn't always have to be that either. So. It is 9.56 Eastern Standard Time here. And here he said they got waiting, an overrun. Still waiting for, for this radio thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as soon as we hit stop, I'm on it. Because my I don't have the tools on my other laptop. So I can't do it on there. Unfortunately. Which I thought I did. So that's, that's, all, that's all me, man. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Just be better for next time. Exactly. I gotta flush it and move on. Mm-hmm. We're still in commercial break here with Carmelo Hayes and Wesley. I'd like to think Wesley could have a fair shake on the main roster, but you just never know if Vince McMahon is in power, what could happen with any talent, generally. Exactly. You would have thought that Braun Strowman would have been, like, Vince McMahon's you know, dream wrestler. Mm-hmm. Big, got some charisma, and yet where the hell is Braun Strowman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just don't know with some with some people. Cameron Cross is another guy. They Pushed him to the moon in NXT, and in oh, WWE, yeah. it's just like mm, that's mm, right. Mm, I don't know. That is wild. Uh, that he's just kind of nothing. It's kind of there. We're back on NXT. Carmelo Hayes and Wesley still going at it. Oh, that was dope. <laughs> That's dope. That's always dope. Last week that maybe 
angered the champion because Lee brought up he beat Carmelo to win that North American Look, title, that historic championship he, reign you talked about. He won the match, Vic, and that, that's the one thing. Uh, beating a man one, two, three in the middle of the ring is different than beating a bunch of guys and just walking away as champion. Totally different. As you heard, my dog was very excited for this match. <laughs> yeah, to shout it out. Shout out about it. Need to shut up. <laughs> Trying to be professional over here and record a podcast. Ooh, big chop. Oh, another big chop in return. Oh, they chopping back and forth now. Oh, oh, oh. Trying to fight back here against Hayes. Hayes now charging right in, goes up, goes over. This is the athleticism. I'm glad they didn't go into it for too long like AW matches do. Yeah. And they just stand and trade for like six minutes straight. And it happens in every single match. All in. Oh, my God. You're going to see so many. In every match, you're going to see so many people just standing and trading and firing up and they're fight showcasing their fighting spirit. Yep. It gets a bit repetitive. The New England crowd is going to, or the England crowd is going to go crazy every time. Yes, it gets old for me. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm with you. And you see it every uh, every match, match does not need that. <laughs> not and even every big match does not need that. No, you can change it up. Doesn't. Doesn't even make that much sense in theory. Let's just stand in the middle of the ring and punch each other or slap each other in the face or in the chest and demand you do it to me. Come on, do it again. That doesn't happen in any combat sport. What are we doing here? Hit me. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something. Both of these young men have prepared for this moment. I always say, Vince, preparation is the only luck in this situation. Got caught. Did Carmelo. Okay, look. <laughs> innovative offense. This is what Wesley brings to the game. An innovative move. That's a Mission Oku driver, wasn't it? goes to the top. Bringing that heavy artillery. This one made it. Maybe it wasn't a Mishinoku driver. I forget. There's so many drivers. Tiger driver, Mishinoku driver. It wasn't a Meltzer driver, I don't think. <laughs> no, right? You got the Meltzer driver. Of course, you got the good old-fashioned pile driver. He's got to finish now. Talk about those obstacles as well. Then sometimes you got to go over, around, under. But tonight, this young man, Wesley, is going to have to go straight through Carmelo Hayes to walk out, walk out and do NXT champion. He believes about challenge. There is no growth. He challenges himself day in and day out. He knows that every champion Ooh. was once a contender. Kick right across the back. And Wesley, the cardiac kid. Oh, he's going through it. Kick got caught. <laughs> Carmelo, able to counter for a moment, turn right back in. Hayes now, lifted up and dropped the cutter. And Hayes, with his sights set on Wesley. Bird. Codebreaker. 48 might be the final three. Oh. Again. Well, what First 48. Now? Uh, 
Oh, that's resilient. For Carmelo Hayes. I'm sure a little bit of frustration is setting in right now, as well as it's got to be in the back of his mind that Wesley did get a tainted victory, uh, so to speak. You can call it every one for a victory is a victory. <laughs> and now, getting a little too close for us out here. As again, you have to get <laughs> the ring. Joseph is nervous. On a count out, if you're Wesley. What is going through the mind of Carmelo Hayes? Whoa! Wow. Table spot. My God. <laughs> My goodness gracious. I was just about to say I love how Carmelo Hayes has one of his finishes known as the first 48. Those don't know that's a TV show about homicide detectives trying to solve crimes within the first 48 hours. I used to watch that show a lot back in the day. Nothing but no. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Oh, oh my God. That didn't look good. Completely. That didn't look good at all. His head went right into the barricade. And it moved a little bit. It did. <laughs> it looks like it was probably planned that way, but that, dude, that still looked ugly. Maybe it wasn't planned. I don't know. I mean, that was. Oh, man. He got back in the ring. Before the count of ten. Oh. Oh. My goodness. Man. What a wild sell from Wesley. And they went off the air just in time. It's 10.05, baby. Wow. Little Hayes like his lip is bleeding. Or his mouth busting yeah. a little bit. But he is still... Your NXT champion. Because Melo don't miss, y'all. And that's it. No replays. We got to get out of here, y'all. <laughs> Wesley comes up short at NXT Heat Wave. Carmelo Hayes is still your reigning, defending, undisputed NXT champion. And that's NXT Heat Wave. What are your thoughts, Nick? Good show, as always. I, I wish... Uh, I wish the Phillies didn't walk it off because now I was, like, distracted almost so many people. But it didn't ruin my enjoyment of that show. <laughs> I mean, it was still a good show. But, and I'm just lying. I'm glad the Phillies walked it off. Otherwise, they would have lost. <laughs> I guess they could have tied it, I guess. <laughs> Went to extras. I would have been angry if they lost regardless. And I probably it, still would have been distracted. Yeah. 
<laughs> but man, that's spot in the main event. Hopefully, yeah. Wes is okay. Yeah, I mean, they finished the match. They did just in time, really, so. like really quick. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they it could have been part of the you know, like hey, we're gonna do this towards the end when it's ten oh four, and then you guys wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Man, that spot that Carmelo Hayes did, that reverse DDT spot through the table, outrageous. Yeah. They missed that table, yeah. too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now on uh, WWE's Twitter, NXT's Twitter. That Man, that could have gone poorly. But he is still your NXT champion, mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes. He's still him. He is. He still is. Uh, good, show. good show overall. It's a fun show to watch. They set up I'm some glad stuff. We were future. able to do it on, on Zoom, trying this out. The audio, uh, easier to follow along if you're listening and uh, not watching at the same time. So I like how we, we did this tonight. So, yeah, I like, I like the production. Also, just like the show overall. It's a good, good show. Yeah. Quick, didn't overstay its welcome, obviously. It's only two hours, which is always nice. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. For a, a a major wrestling show, but any final thoughts? I guess you already gave your final thoughts. So, yeah, with uh, that said, Nick, take us out with some plugs, please. Uh, I will not refer to it as as X. So you can follow me on Twitter at underscore Pacone. <laughs> follow us at Shooters Pod on Twitter and on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Shooters Pod. You can check me out at Philly uh, Influencer. You know. Gonna try and start right again. Fantasy football season's coming up, so I'm getting hyped for that. I got two drafts coming up uh, this weekend, so looking forward to that. And uh, not not saying I'm gonna write about it. I'm just saying popped in my head as I was listing my uh, <laughs> things. So one of them is the Gambler uh, Fantasy League. So that uh, could check me out and anything I podcast at foxphlgambler.com. I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on X slash Twitter. Ooh. See, you got to uh, do that, huh? Kind of got to. Yeah, I guess. It's the official name of the mm-hmm. app now. The app is literally called X on our phones now. Um, You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the shooters pod. Uh, where you can subscribe for some exclusive content and you can request a deep dive, a future one. We owe some people some deep dives <laughs> from yeah. Patreon. Uh, we'll get to those. We apologize for the wait. Uh, but if you want to request one and we'll fulfill your request and and you can make a cameo on the show that we're diving into. Again, patreon.com slash the shooters pod. You can also catch me personally, my writing on Wrestling Junkie USA Today website. You can find that. I'm trying to find the website so I can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> It's wrestlingjunkie.usatoday.com. I just wrote a column uh, late Monday night, I guess maybe technically early Tuesday morning, about uh, Chad Gable and Gunther's match from Raw on you know the Intercontinental title defense and why I liked it, but I think it could have been just slightly better with a minor tweak. But that's just me being nitpicking, obviously. You know, just you know, being having a very critical eye. In this respect, overall, it was good. Uh, but again, that's wrestlingjunkie.usatoday.com. I'm going to have recaps and predictions for All In and All Out coming up. So go check me out there. 
And again, you can check us out, patreon.com slash the shooters pod. But until next time, for Nick McCone, I am Vaughn Johnson. Thanks for listening to episode 371 of the Straight Shooters, and we'll catch y'all again next week. Peace.